That was a good fun show, actually, with Stace and all the girls. Yeah, that was good. That's had, girl um, power. That's hardcore girl power. Yeah. There. The thing is, I had Stace on before, like before all the girls came on. So it was just like fun. It was just like a fun conversation. And then, yeah. because they wanted to talk about something anyway, and Stace wanted to bring them on. So it kind of worked out. So, okay. it was, but it was, it was fun a conversation. Not a lot of people would do it, though. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're a brave man. <laughs> Why? It wasn't. It wasn't tough though. It wasn't like. Yeah, no, they're they're all lovely. They're all lovely. Yeah. Um, they... I I came in. I think I saw the part where Uella was talking about Beyonce and um, fucking what was she on about? She was saying something like that after after she was after she had the kid, she was more sexualized or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought I think that was um. No, that was like close to the beginning, I swear. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, close to the beginning. And then other stuff came up. But then that was a good conversation, actually. I'd like to have any of them back, to be honest. And I think I saw Stace like, I think I saw it like a few weeks ago or something, actually. Okay. With like Rima and a few other girls. I was like, wait, that was a while ago. Um, yeah. And they just started their own collective as well, which is uh, which was good. I thought they were a collective already, to be honest. I didn't know that. Um, mm. I haven't seen Stacey in time, actually. Um, mm. But I can imagine them starting a collective. Yeah, yeah. They were. They. I think they announced it a few days ago. Okay. But I thought they were already a collective. They just didn't have a name. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. Those ones are just like, oh, okay. Like. We work together mm. over stuff, but we just don't have a name. Now they have a name. Bang, done. Yeah, it sounds then, good, man. I mean, I, I've been ghost off social media for a little bit because I just wanted a break. So I need someone feeding me information about what's going on over there. Yeah. What, what in, just in general? Yeah, man, I just, I just need, needed to take a little break, man. Like, mm. I, I feel like I've just been hooked into the internet all summer, and it? So I just wanted to take a little bit of time away. Yeah, it's stressful though. What the what's been going on? I I understood that, and I, I understand that. Sometimes you just need that quick little break and whatever. Like yesterday is probably. Yesterday was probably, my actual break in sense of like I wasn't on my phone much. So yeah, that'll mm. probably count as a break mainly, but um. Got to do it, man. Yeah, you gotta do it definitely. I was literally like not much on my phone. It's kind of just focused on other things, and um, just kind of got to have uh, good people around me as well. So it is, isn't it? Um, how are you finding this whole uh, when they switch the the social distancing to like from thirty to six? Bro, it's, um, it's weird, you know. It's weird. I just I'm at a point, man, where like. I mean, for a long time, I haven't really, like, taken mainstream media very seriously, let alone our politicians. Um, but I think, no, I just think it's crazy. I think it's, I think it's just, I don't get it. And, it, like, there's so many things 
that are still being allowed to continue where more than six people gather. Um, mm. Schools are one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that weirdest thing is it? schools, restaurants, gyms. Like, only thing that's not allowed is obviously public. Like when you're in a park, maybe or something like that, you have to be groups of six instead of a big group itself. And then, well, before you can be in a big group, there's no problems. Yeah. Then there's um, like how is 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 the events actually getting closed off? Is it only events that are going to get closed off? Like, mm. What's actually going on? Like, there's no clear mind anyway. There's no clear thing. I hope it's not like. I think it might be, but I hope it's not like preparation for another lockdown. Like, I don't know mm. if they're just like sowing the seeds for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. A few people were talking about it yesterday, actually, where we were just having some drinks and everyone was like, this might be a little seed, like, or, or, or um, just a little, a little start of it, just easing up to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think that's, might hear that sorry but um yeah it, it's literally it's literally that so it's interesting what's going on really and then like mm-hmm. a lot of people were literally thinking like last weekend of freedom like the last yeah. weekend of freedom yeah 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 sunny as well good good yeah, bit it was good it was very good but like if it is the last weekend of freedom per se um, because I don't think a lot of people will be going out if it's six, only six people are around. Like, but also who's going to like obey the rules? Like not, not saying that everyone's a rebel, but like, I feel like plenty of people weren't abiding by the rules at the beginning. Like, I don't think suddenly everyone's going to be like, you know, super yeah. strict. I don't know. Yeah. There's, there was a story actually just recently that came out today. I think, um, 19 year old, he, or he or she, um, through a house party. 30 plus people uh, that was above 30 plus people got fined 10 grand 10 grand <laughs> what yeah that's mad i thought it was like 100 quid or something uh apparently got fined 10 grand I, I don't know if it's true or not but mm. hearing that as a story because i think my friend posted it i was like wait what so i haven't read up on it i just saw it and i was like thinking imagine how throwing a party or making noise it's just like maybe few of you like let's say under five, like let's say five and you're just mm-hmm. there chilling at your own house and then they come in thinking it's a party long. You know and because because um the neighbors are very annoyed like that doesn't make sense mm. so yeah weird times man super weird time yeah, super weird times but mm. at the end of the day some of us we just got to deal with it man like at the end of the day, as long as I think personally, they shouldn't lose in lockdown so soon. So um, yeah, there's a lot of things that should have been a bit more um, things. But yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard some people. I've heard people say that they think the lockdown should have come sooner. But I, I mm. feel like at the at the same time, I don't buy the fact that this virus wasn't already out and about in the population before mm. the first lockdown because. Like, do you know what I mean? The virus was already in China, like, back in December. Mm, yeah, so, like, we, all, we, we had, like, three, yeah, three, four months passed. So, I don't know. It's, like, it's weird, man. Yeah, I think, yeah, even with that way they're trying to uh, do that rate, the plus one, minus one uh, thing, zero. Like, I think 
certain areas are above one, certain areas are above zero. Like France, recent was it yesterday? The news came out. They've had ten thousand cases found in one day. So I don't know. We literally don't know what's going on. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. If if if, if that is a true story, which apparently it was, ten thousand over ten thousand cases found of uh, of COVID in France in one day. That's, uh, but that means that 10,000 tests were done. So th- that's, this is the other weird thing. It's like the case number will go up if you're doing tests. And like, if people don't get tested, then, then they don't end up as a statistic. So Yeah. Do you, do you think like as well, like, um, because th- there's a, a, a thing as well with this cases thing. They could have had it before, but if they pass away in a different way, they will still count it as COVID. Mm, yeah, it's bookie. Yeah, it's bookie, man. Like, I don't know what's going on. I actually don't know. This mm. is it's crazy now. And then you have the the um, the way that people are getting tested as well. They don't know, like, mm. if they want to do it or not. Like, there's, there's that stuff as well. Because it's free. It is free, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I know but... people, people got tested already. Mm. I know a couple of people who have been as well. Yeah, but I think some certain areas fill up as well, and it's so like people are having to travel to other like, places. Oh. Mm. Other places, the thing, yeah. But hopefully, get that all well sorted out, man. Sooner or later, hopefully next year we actually have a good summer instead of being inside. Because boy, ah, oh, that was horrible. That was horrible. I don't know how how we all uh, got through that, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, but um, yeah, episode 121. This one, mad. Yeah, we done, we done loads, man. Yeah, we've done loads, man. Done loads on this one. So, uh, it's been it's gonna be three years next month. Three years next month. See. So, so we we were two weeks before every two weeks before, and then, uh, yeah, every week, yeah, after that, just started every week, every week, every week. So it's been two years of literally non non-stop of episodes a week. So it's kind of a good achievement, maybe, <laughs> to some yeah. people. This is sick, man. That's impressive. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. But um, yeah, introduce yourself to the show uh, to the people that listen on the show because they might not. Obviously, they you're for you're new mm. to the show anyway. Yeah, man. Um, I'm a filmmaker. Uh, I'm the founder of a media platform called Mandem. Mm. 25 uh, <laughs> had had my own podcast this summer yeah that, yeah i've watched i watched a few uh, a few clips actually yeah yeah did you yeah, see yeah. Who, who did who did you know that I um yeah. femi femi was one i've, I've obviously had femi on a few times here mm. uh nazra i know mm. nazra uh who else was in there Yeah, Nazra's one was sick. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think that was when she got the award, I believe, right? It was, yeah, it was around that time, yeah. that time frame, yeah. Mm. Uh, who else? DA? Yeah. Yeah. Brother, DA's brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, I, had, I had both of them on when they released Rich Exchange. Okay. So, yeah, like a few weeks after they released um, the, the EP the joint Shit. EP but um 
talented boys. Yeah, talented boys, talented boys, talented mm. boys. But yeah, because um, when I saw, I think who reposted the episode? I think it was um, Femi. You reposted it, and I checked it out, and I was like, "Oh, another podcast." Then I'm assuming it's in uh, Bristol as well, or Southwest anyway. And then I was like, "Oh, check the other stuff." Like Stacy, obviously, was in there, and uh, other episodes. So yeah, it was just something interesting, really. So. Yeah, how how many? I think you're like forty-ish, maybe more. Yeah, I've, I've we've I've, we've paused on forty for now, because um, mm. I I'd for, I for some reason I thought it would be a good idea to do thirty in three months, um, <laughs> <laughs> and realised that that's that's a good way to burn out real quick. Yeah, uh, it's like you're like you do it like you're you're saying like one a week and like or one every two weeks is a lot more like makes a lot more sense. Um, mm. But. But I think as well, I just wanted to like, I had like a lot of people who I just wanted to to do. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, it's nice to like recuperate and then figure out what the next stage might be in the next selection yeah. of guests. Um, yeah. But it was fun, man. It was also a great way of staying sane during this fucking lockdown, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Like I had to take uh, about a month, six weeks, four, four to six weeks out just to kind of, just sort everything out because that was the first stage of lockdown like it was kind of like the fresh like no don't leave your yard don't um do anything um you can't literally do nothing so and yeah i just took i just took it to kind of like sort out everything finances what what i can do with work and and all that because i was working from home as well at the same time so it was quite tricky and then i think it was a time of me that's like, you know what? Let me just call someone and actually do do what try and do one because I never tried Zoom or anything. Mm. Um, it was kind of like a new thing for me. And then when I did it, yeah, when I did it, I was like, all right, cool. This is this is pretty simple, easy. Mm. It's just obviously, and and it was easier because everyone's at home. Mm. It just made sense, and then just like, yeah. all right, cool. Let's, yeah, 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 let's yeah. strategically do it and kind of like right guess at right time. I think that was kind of like the the main thing for everything now. It's like right guess, right time, um, reach out if I can. And obviously I've got a new segment of the show that I'm doing every week as well, which is kind of, which splits it every two weeks, like be a normal episode and then the new segment what next week and then back to the thing, just splitting it up and kind of be different, you know? Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like that. But um, yeah, the, uh, the media company, how did that come about? Cause, yeah, man. Because it's Mandemhood, not just Mandem, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. well, the, the website, the URL is mandemhood.com and on social media, that's our name. Um, mm. The platform is just called Mandem. Um, mm. So, yeah, that came about 2017. Um, I, was, I was studying in Bristol, doing a filmmaking course. Um, started to meet a lot more people in the city of Bristol, like in the creative community, um, like I met a lot of black creatives in Bristol and and yeah just after a few kind of conversations I think like I in my mind I knew I'd wanted to set up a media platform uh, knowing that as a creative it's so important to have platforms um, to put your work on uh, and then but, but also at the same time there were like conversations about diversity in the media there was also a growing conversation about masculinity 
at the time. So it kind of naturally kind of came to a point where making a platform centered around men of color seemed like a, a cool idea to try out. Um, so yeah, we, we, we ended up running with it. I ran around collecting bear interviews, like articles, a bunch of stuff for the launch. Um, and then once we launched, we decided to start doing some events um, to create like a physical element to the, to the space and the platform. Mm. Um, and yeah, man, it was just, it, yeah, it's just been, it's just been sick, man. It's been, we've, we've done a lot of cool stuff and hopefully will continue to mm. do a lot of cool stuff, man. If this lot, if this COVID-19 allows us. Yeah. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like I think, I, I think, what was it? Who was it? I think I saw something about one of the events that you guys run and I forgot where it was, but it was, it, it was, um, where, where was the event space? It was somewhere in Bristol. It's cl- it's close to um, it's close to like the harbour side. Arlofini. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think I think one of the events was there and kind of. You've done a lot there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think one of I I I think I know someone that went there or something like that. I I forgot who, but um, yeah. And I just looked at the poster and I was like, oh and there were some clips of, of content or pictures or something I saw on online as well. And yeah, it was something interesting. Like, I don't think that there are events like that per se at the time as well, what I was seeing because I'm kind of outside of this creative field. Um, I take myself out just because one, I do have a life <laughs> um, to, to, yeah. And two, like, it's kind of, this whole creative field in Bristol is new to me. Like I'm meeting people, but I'm kind of standoffish. Yeah. It's yeah. a very, I can imagine is like, I take it you're like, you're from Bristol originally as well. Nah. Nah? I detect nah. a little accent in there. Nah, bro. Nah, oh, okay. No, no, I was born in uh, Philippines. Oh, okay. But well, how long have you been living in Bristol? Uh, 04. 2004. Yeah, 2004. So probably that's why. That's like 16 years. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's probably why. That's probably why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's obviously I can imagine there's a bit of friction between the fact that a lot of people from outside of Bristol come into Bristol, um, myself included, and then end up becoming part of the creative community. Whereas like people who might have been born in Bristol haven't had the same opportunities. And by I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting view, though, because... A lot of people would think that, especially if they do creative things. Mm. Um, but now, like, I'm pretty... No, for me, I'm just kind of literally standoffish. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, I think because I'm really, like... I'm kind of, like... I don't really leave. Yeah, I don't really leave my house much. Um, okay. unless, unless someone tells me, like, yo, something's popping off. Like, this is popping off. Come on, man. Um, yeah, something's popping off. Or, like, yeah, like, all my friends are in town or, like, from uni especially because, obviously, a lot of us went to uni together. Um, some have left, some have stayed. So it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite, um, it's quite a new feel for me, especially in creative field. I like putting myself out there and kind of, this is a new space, especially compared to other people in Bristol, if, if you don't, if you don't agree with it. But if you, you don't mind agreeing, but um, yeah, it's, 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 this is a completely different space to what everyone does. Because I, I know 
obviously in Bristol they kind of it's mainly arts. It's mainly arts, if I'm correct. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a whole whole bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a cool city, man. It's definitely got a good a good creative output and um, a good creative network. But again, it's just you know the creative industries like that. You kind of like so much of it is like a who you know kind of thing and. Um, it takes a lot of networking um, mm. to get to get nestled in. Yeah, but yeah. I'm all for the staying home crew, man. I'm I'm a bit of an introvert as well sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah. A lot of some. If you think about it as well, a lot of um, was it um, a lot a lot of creatives are mainly introverts. Mm. Like I don't know if um, I don't know if you met him, but uh, uh, a Corey, one of my boys, a mm. Corey. Yeah, man, he's a good signal maker. Yeah, he's 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 like not just a filmmaker, but just as a guy who's just not, whatever. You don't really see him out much, but when you see him, um, it's usually if he's working or he's just chilling somewhere and just pulled up and just like you know what I mean. He's a smart guy as well, man. I've had a few like deep chats with him. Like he's a very like yeah interesting guy with a lot of interesting thoughts yeah yeah definitely i've had i've had some good conversations with him especially when we did um when we uh he did the short film with bbc mm. a special episode for that so i uh, mm. just put literally on the day um just put it up um you put yeah. it on Mandem, actually that film as well yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so i put some of the I put some visual stuff. I know I put some of the trailers. Sorry on um, on that visual episode as well. Um, yeah. They sent me and I put it up on socials and everything. So kind of like spread the word, and um, yeah, man. Like luckily enough, like it's got some good. It had some good um, feedback as well, according to him. Like from his uh, family and and other things as well. So. That was really good. That was really good. That was good. That was a good conversation, definitely. I, I hopefully I can have him back, because that guy. That guy what? That guy is busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's busy. Yeah, sure. He's mainly busy now. He's busy, busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, so since running your running, I'm assuming you don't run it by yourself. Um, and yeah, me and my brother to do it together. Oh, six, mm-hmm. six, 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 six. So. What are probably what are probably like the the positives and negatives of it? Because maybe a positive could be just everything's online. You could do everything online, but negative would probably be like the hassle to find venues for for events to mm-hmm. put out this type of to put out the um, the content and stuff like that. So how do you find? What are those, do you think? Because maybe me, media company, because when you say media company, it could just be like a social a, a social media company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like to, like me and my brother are both creative people. Like we're, we're like filmmakers first and foremost in a lot of ways. Um, we don't, I don't really like to see it as a company. Like I, I prefer to like sort of, it's almost, I don't know, it's almost like a project or, you know, it's, it's like, um, yeah, I feel like the, the positives are that it is its own thing and it, like it, it, we have complete license to make it its own unique thing. We don't have to 
like cater to how you're meant to have a media company or what a media company is meant to be or whatever. Yeah. It's very much just like we kind of do what we want, um, which is nice. Um, yeah, the, po the positives are like that it's just people have just re received it so well and that like there's been so many amazing contributions from from interesting people and being brave enough to like share their experiences um, in, a, in a comfortable space. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, the positives can go on forever. And in terms of like the negatives, I'd say it's tough running a media platform <laughs> or, or keeping it going anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, and that's, that's why I tie into what, what it actually is, because as filmmakers, we're probably quite keen for it to almost evolve into a production company where we can start supporting young artists to mm. create their own work as opposed mm. to just being like in the news media sector where it's all about just commenting on the latest thing that's happened in current affairs, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, as you say, like, you know, it's, it's, a, it can be a struggle sometimes to secure venues, get contributors in and, and all of that, but you know, it's all, it's all worth it, you know? Yeah. Do you, with, how did you guys get into doing films then? Like becoming filmmakers because from filmmaker to running a media company, two different places, but it actually works at the same time. Yeah. Because obviously of what the generation we are in anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like you say, it's convenient that I was doing filmmaking because a lot of the, f the first content was like video um, content. It was like interview fil filmed interviews and films. Um, but yeah, like, no, yeah, the filmmaking, we got into that pretty much, I want to say like, I think my brother did like media at A-level and then that just set him on a path of wanting to do that. Um, I came to it a little bit after him, though I'd always like had fun editing stuff at school and, and things like that. But it wasn't until um, my first year at uni, I, I decided to like drop out of a politics course and, and do a film course instead. And then just got deep into it then. Um, mm. Just fell in love with it. Yeah. Like, and, like we've, since then we've made like a whole bunch of short films and um, we're actually currently working on like a, a project together now. Um, Cause that's, that's another thing that's, you know, filmmaking is, it's an expensive art form and you need a lot of manpower, a lot of people. So that's sexist and manpower. You need a lot of, <laughs> You need a lot of people, people power. Um, and, and yeah, so when you've got like a brother to work closely with, it's, it's super useful. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good way of seeing it as well, especially if you guys love doing it both. Uh, both love doing it, word in words. But um, like, interestingly enough, it actually works for you. Like, do you think like companies have come up to you? Like, do you, when during... Like you just be chilling or whatever, like doing something for your company. And then a company just comes up and says, we want to work with you. But you're like a bit, mm, is it, are they actually being genuine? Because I'm going to assume that you don't want things to be forced. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a good point, man. I mean, I think we're definitely in, living in an era where like diversity is the buzzword. And I don't pretend that like, just because we've been, you know, we like certain organizations have approached us or whatever and wanted to work with Mandem and stuff. And like, sure, it's probably like 
ticking their diversity quotas and that but at the same time like the actual people that we've interacted with have been friendly kind good intentioned people so it's like i don't i don't mind the tick boxy side of it because it's like it's it's a mutual benefit do you know what i mean it's like everyone benefits from it so it's like yeah mm-hmm. do you think that um what was it do you think like with how was it running your own first event because i was meant to do a live show this year for the pod Mad. and obviously that's that that was that's probably one of the hardest things i've tried to do because venues alone for a show is very yeah it's just very annoying because there's not many venues that would fit the show because you need an audience, you need equipment, which is mainly mics and speakers and maybe a DJ uh, DJ set and placing and everything else. And you obviously need a bar, need um, obviously ticket space, which is probably the easiest thing, but need venues. But mm-hmm. how, obviously you've done many of them now through the company how was like from the first one compared to now did it get easier or was it just got harder good question uh we started off super small so like the first event we did was literally in a in in like a unit in a university classroom um Mm. and yeah like that was the only way i could do it like i had to have Unfortunately, I had a lecturer who I who I got on with, got on well with, and they helped book out a room, like just a room that we could use at the uni. Um, and yeah, man, it started out it started out small, and then from there, it, just the subject matter we were tapping into attracted a bit of attention, and then we we were finally offered a bigger space. The Arnolfini kind of came to us and offered us a bigger space. Um, but it's not. I've heard people ask me about yeah, how do you? Because I think people are often a bit like surprised at how yeah how you can just set up events and like bang them out and whatever but it's like there there was a hundred there's a hundred percent process to it and it's like and it starts with starting off small um Mm. and and also you have to have something that like we were lucky to have something that the venue wanted do you know what i mean like an arts venue like anafini wants to be hosting conversations about society and gender and um, diversity and all of that stuff. So it's like, so there's a give and take thing going on there as opposed to like just hiring a space. Um, so that was where we had our luck. And then, yeah, since then it's pretty much been similar. There's been a bit of a give and take kind of vibe. Um, Do you think you take it outside of Bristol or have you already? Yeah, no, we did. We've done a couple in London actually. Like the last one we did was in London um and yeah no absolutely i don't think like it's we're not geographically locked down to one place mm. um but it mm. just it all it all just depends on what what yeah. the all of that yeah would you, what do you think is like the most favorite event you've done that you were like yes this not just went well but like you had like there there's passion for it and you just enjoyed the whole event yeah um 
Well, I got to meet one of my favourite rappers, which was pretty <laughs> sick. I don't know if you heard of Loki. Um, yeah, I know Loki, yeah. That was that was very that was a fun one for sure. But I think almost I probably didn't enjoy it as much because like when when it's like someone that high profile, you're just like making sure it all goes smoothly and you don't really have time to like think. Um but I'd say my favourite one was we did one about uh feminism a couple of years ago and it was just mad because we had like five black dudes discussing like how feminism might affect their lives and why it might be useful. And it just felt like such a rare thing to be doing, but like it actually just came out quite nice. And like, yeah. I felt like a lot of people learn a lot from it. So it was yeah. kind of interesting. That's, that's a very interesting, um, very interesting topic. And then the panel alone. Yeah. I was like, wait, whoa, really? Like, Okay, yeah. that's yeah. That would, that would be that's very interesting. That is actually very interesting. Do you think? And um, we nearly yeah, got I, in trouble as well. We nearly got in trouble for it because obviously it's a bit crazy to have like five men talking about feminism with no female voice. But obviously, like we, we, we there's audience interaction, so obviously women were were appreciating it and and commenting from the audience. So. Mm. Yeah, as long I think I think that as long as there are female representation there that are mm. willing to have a conversation about it and willing to hear out um, views of the opposite sex about what's going on, especially if it's constructive and it's not like yeah. you're not you're not like targeting them in a way that's very like almost harassing them. Yeah, we weren't shitting on feminism. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah because there's there's some. Th- um, what was it? A few years ago, um, Reggie Yates he did a like um, a series on what was going on uh, around the world. Uh, mainly in the it was it's mainly UK based, like the struggles, um, certain topics in the UK. One of them was literally about feminism, like how men feel about feminism. And I remember that I saw that I think. Yeah, and that one of the guys, I was like, wait, this is actually a thing. And then I w- continued watching and I was like, wow, like there is a guy that's 18, 19 year old talking about how, um, yeah, talking about how feminism is affecting him as well as like, why is the law more, more focused on the female side more than the male side? Mm, he, he, that that was about menonism i think like Men, yeah but yeah. it was like it was related to feminism yeah but as well as like focusing on men's not some were kind of actually degrading feminism as well some of them did degrade feminism because of what they believe in because yeah. they tried to be like oh if they want to be equal they want to this and that and the fourth so it was quite interesting it was quite it was quite just to see it alone is quite and there's an organization there's uh, yeah it was crazy it was mad it was mad it was mad yeah no i think i remember that yeah it was just it was interesting to look at that but but yeah at the end of the day man as long as you're not offending anybody like and it's constructive you shouldn't get really into trouble to be honest yeah man and i mean we were we weren't it wasn't an anti-feminist event it was very much a pro-feminist event and i made Mm. sure the panel was balanced in that sense but it wasn't also there was one guy on there who was more anti but he got kept in check quite nicely by the other guys so oh that's good 
That's mm. good then. Yeah, that's one that's one thing as well for panels then. How do you pick out the right person? Because you as you said, like you had one person that was a bit more anti, but the rest of them kept him in check and you know, uh, making sure that this is not the whole event's not offensive at all. Yeah. So how do you pick out the right person to be in a panel for these topics? Yeah. Um fortunately I'm just I'm like I've I've may I've mainly used people that I already know more or less and, and I'm lucky to know just to have known like just or like net have via networking have met like smart, interesting people who who are good on panels. Um so often, yeah, it's often like just deciding from the pool of people I know in my mind, like, oh, who would be good for this discussion? And like figuring out, oh, yeah, they'd be good. Um, and just trying to keep it balanced. So it's not, yeah, there's not too much like scouting involved. I think to do better, to, to be fair, I'm re really at a stage now where should be branching out and, and trying to find people who like I don't know or, you know what I mean? It's like we're definitely at that stage, I think, now. Mm, mm, mm. Because obviously you got like Loki, as you said, one of your favorite rappers, Loki, on a panel to talk about a, a certain topic at an event. You know, what I mean, some because some people I know, um, they need to, you know, a lot of people view that if they want my time, they, especially a high-profile person, they have to be paid, and not everyone's gonna do it for free. Um, so that's one thing as well to kind of look at as well. To yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, has anybody invited you like to do events and talk about obviously um, your, what you do, the company and everything? Um, I've been on like a couple of panels. Um, hmm. Not not that many, but like a couple. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find it compared to, you know, running your own event and then kind of like going? Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like obviously when... Because I'm quite used to like hosting panels now, so it's yeah. funny you're on another panel and like it's like it's a difficult job to be fair. Like hosting a like you see it so much like online with talks. Like if the host just isn't quite like right, it's it just can just set the whole conversation in an awkward place. Um, mm. But yes, yeah, it's, it's it's you know it's a different experience when you're on a panel. You just have to have some good shit to say when the mic gets past you, basically. Yeah, that's the that's the thing as well. Like if you if the atmosphere ain't right or if the host doesn't kind of interact with asking questions up for himself as well as for the public, um, it kind of just makes it a bit of like um, just it just looks like that no one's interacting with each other. It just it just looks stiff. Like just okay, that person says this, that person says that, no, that. Okay, next question. Like there's no actual discussion. Mm. Um, amongst the panel as well as you know the audience for sure for sure so that's 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 cool as well that you it must be hard though it must be hard, very, very yeah. hard to pick yeah, no, yeah 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 so is it is is the company mainly focused on what's going on with um because with like uh guys per se like creative like the men in the creative industry yeah, particularly black males. So essentially, um, that yeah, that is the the USP, so to speak. But um, I think, yeah, with with the ghostwriter uh, media space that we created, that was a, a direct response to the fact that we don't we didn't want to be like a an echo chamber of just like one type of person. Or 
So, yeah, what's been sick is like setting up the whole ghostwriter page is, is allowed to just invite, you know, everyone and anyone into the conversation to contribute, um, which has been pretty exciting and fun because it just it just diversifies it up a little bit. But um, obviously the 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 desire to support young black men is in direct response to a legacy, a, a, like a, you know, a historic legacy of abuse and disenfranchisement of black men. Um, obviously, black women have gone through a similar thing, but there is a, the, one of the the platforms that inspired Mandem um, is already out there and exists. Um, to support black women so but that doesn't mean like you know i wouldn't you know i'm down to support all, all types of black people um but yeah it's just i think it's, it's i think it's been nice to just give a unique nuanced perspective for the outsider to understand what like how black men feel um men of color feel about their place in society um because there aren't loads of spaces do you know what i mean where men can just be open and honest in that way so that's been something that's like worth treating precious, preciously. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Because there's, to be honest, I see a lot of, um, I see a lot of platforms for black women. Um, the way, the way I'm looking at, um, looking at things from an outside perspective, mm-hmm. um, especially having uh, female friends that listen watch these types of things or go to events these types of things and kind of come back to me and kind of give their not a feedback but kind of what they saw from it and what they took from it um i've kind of seen that a lot a lot of the time um but in terms of men especially because i'm a big advocate of like speaking out um emotions in terms of mental health um you could you could see that from the pod like i'm very vocal on um, mental health especially um, at certain points like if it's a conversation about mental health I will speak on it um, and I'm an advocate for that like men actually speaking out um, but I don't get to see much on the creative side anyway of what's going on you don't really get to see that especially as well you we kind of we do have these conversations um, and I'm assuming there are conversations especially for black men in that in the community but in general yeah yeah you're probably one of the few um platforms that focus on um black men especially uh for for, you know the creative industry and giving out a certain um space to actually Mm -hmm. have a conversation yeah yeah and it, but i mean again it's you know it's for only only for people who are interested and what like do you know i mean it's i don't think there's a pressure for every black man in the world to have to identify with with the platform or like you know it's it's very much just a, an independent space that mm. you can come and go as you please um, <laughs> you know and it's not it's not trying to speak for all black men or anything like that because <clears throat> we're all different man we're all fucking just human beings at the end of the day i mean yeah. gender and race are just categories you know what i mean mm. Mm, yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent agree on that. Hundred percent agree. Um, what was I gonna ask? Literally just lost it. You know when you have that question in your head, and then you just like, then you lose it for like one second, and then you're trying to grab it back, and it's just gone. 
It's difficult, bro. When you're oh. when you're podcasting, it's like fucking. You're li- like someone speaking. You're like listening to what they're saying, but you also like got to have something. Like what? Yeah. What they? You know what I mean? It's mad. It's I, I learned a lot this summer. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I've I've tried, I wouldn't say I've literally like. In terms of podcasting, I've learned to do that, but I'm just I'm just open to having a conversation. And when I think about it, I just I want to ask, and mm. especially with I I think this how the the how the space is going how, how the podcast space is going, I think it's getting bigger, which is amazing. There's very there's amazing variety, but um, I think there's no you have to be really committed to this. Like you don't if you don't um, if you don't commit to it, I think you get lost. Um, especially in this open conversation um, lane, like mm. just talk, like either be about jokes or be about actual um, an actual conversation of debates. Like you get you get you get loads of that now, but it's easy to get lost. And mm. yeah, if you don't. To be honest, I, I I'm shocked I even passed episode ten. Like, I was shocked. I was like, "Wait, I've been on this for close to three years. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Time has gone fast, bro." Goes fast as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone fast, man. So, it's at the end of the day, I would say just just keep at it, man. Like, and probably when you do more of the conversation, it's just gonna be more easier for you. Mm. Um, especially when you if you do ghostwriter keep doing ghostwriter especially as well um, because I'm not gonna it's not it's not gonna be um, just about filmmaking obviously it's just about general conversation of what's going on in the world mm. so yeah man for sure yeah, yeah um, what was I gonna as well? I got a film I can promote yeah go on do it man Pro nah, man, not... like, this is a space of promo for everybody man yeah no it's not it's not actually like finished yet so i'm i'm jumping the gun a bit i'm, I'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> no, I, but I was lucky enough to do i just finished like you know a corey did a bbc arts film so i i got onto the same scheme as him uh like a couple of rounds later mm. and we just fucking finished shooting uh, a couple of weeks ago now last week a couple of weeks ago oh and, sick. Yeah, i'm excited i'm excited to, yeah. to drop that whenever it's ready yeah, that's gonna be that's good. That's good, exciting, man. Because that because obviously he's told his story about how how tough it is and um, yeah, a lot of bullshit. So yeah. much bullshit involved, man. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that your first like big production, like in terms of for TV? Uh, I did. I was lucky enough to do one before this, um, which was like right, there was a random act scheme, which is similar to the scheme that we're doing now. Um, but that was a Channel 4 thing. It, never, it didn't get put on Channel 4 because they're wet, but fuck <laughs> it. Um, they, they did put it on. It was obviously, it was on like their website and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing as well. Um, with, so yeah, this is like... Yeah, that's one thing as well with like companies, like these TV companies. Like you do these, um, do, do these competitions or schemes or, or like to, to show talent and it's going only online like yeah there's no promo for it like that doesn't make sense 
yeah, politics, man. Yeah, it's politics is really, 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 really weird. Really, really weird, but... Well, I, I won't say nothing in case I get in trouble. Yeah, of course, but no, but like when when the time comes and you, you guys release it, we'd love to talk about it, man. So, sure. I, that's what every time I say, if anyone says like, yeah, I want to come on episode and talk about this, talk about that, I'm like, let's do it. Like, there's nothing, nothing stopping you. Um, it's easier to reach out to me anyway. So it's like, everyone can reach out to me. So it doesn't make sense. But, um, Oh. Nah, uh, because you to be honest, this is also a music platform. Talk about music a lot. After these messages, we'll be right back. Um, we do talk about music. You make music? Um, no, 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 no. Like, I have before the podcast, I'm trying to bring back the music segments. A lot okay. of people enjoyed those, like to actually talk about music, like what people are into musically, um, the music industry, if they know anything about it, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to ask, like, what's your favorite artist? Obviously, you said Loki is one of your favorite artists, but is there any other, like for range wise, or is it just rap in general? One of my favorite rappers is Lupe Fiasco. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of people would name him. Not a lot of people would name him. Yeah, trust me. Mm. Uh, I want to stay. What I mean, I got my like my taste in music so like so much. I got so much variety. Like I don't know, I'm, I'm into so many different things. Um, there's no like one artist. I'm gonna have to whip up Spotify and pull out some of these names. Run it, bro. Um, run it. Run it. Run it, man. Um, See, I've been listening a bit to Tom Mish and fucking Yusef Davies' new thing. Um, what else? I'm, I like Bonobo. Uh, I've heard that name before, Bonobo. I've heard that name a lot. I don't, I've never checked out the stuff. Yes, he's sick. He's sick. He makes fucking mad, mad, like, variety of tunes. I like Radiohead, actually. I've been getting into Radiohead a lot. Old school, old school, yeah. Old school. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people were talking about it like during lockdown and everything they just listen to old music yeah everyone's been listening to old music obviously a bit of Drake can't go wrong with a bit of Drake (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Drake Drake is always in the atmosphere anyway any atmosphere but has there been like have you been listening to like what's going on um, musically like with like um like no signal radio and all that other, and all these um, online radio shows that are coming out. No, I haven't. I'm not. I'm not. Really? Yeah. No. Like obviously, there's during lockdown, um, a lot of online shows have been coming out, especially. <laughs> no games, bro. You ain't play no games. Um, but yeah, a lot of um, radio shows such as like no signal radio is one. Um, they've they've obviously were events at one point first, um, doing like day parties and stuff like that, and then they just created their own radio, radio uh, platform. Um, I believe they just got their studio. Um, so they're gonna be starting doing, and it's on every day, so certain time in the day, on on on, and um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you did the, you probably might have heard it, but they were doing like sound clashes. 
so they were famous for doing like the Burner Boy versus um, Burner Boy versus Popcorn one, and then the Whiz Kid versus Vibes Cartel one, as well. Yeah, that sounds mad though. Yeah, they did ten songs from each artist, and then people vote on who who has the best catalog basically from from that. So um, yeah. yeah, yeah, they were famous for the, all of those, and then they have their own radio shows that go on all throughout the day. Um, that I've, those have been popular as well. Um, um, there's another one as well. Uh, I believe Vanessa is on there. I forgot. Um, um, uh, I don't know if you know Vanessa. I'm assuming you do. A man like Vanessa, yeah. She's yeah, 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 yeah. Going down. Yeah, she's obviously works for uh, uh, what you call it, BBC and everything. And yeah, I believe she's got her own show now. I know she used to do radio anyway, but um, especially in Bristol, and she's done a lot of stuff on radio as well for um, London, especially. But um, I think it's oh, I forgot the name of it. My friend even talked about it recently, um, as like a it's an online thing, but I just forgot what his name. I actually just forgot the name of it. Um, but now nah, she's on there. She's kind of it's a, I don't know if it's a weekly thing or a monthly thing but um that's something cool that's uh a lot of online stuff really has been been going around especially um so it's quite it's quite interesting it's quite interesting to as a, as a as a guy who creates content online just to see that it's quite interesting and it's getting people known I guess especially new artists yeah, yeah. man active time for online right now yeah very active very active but it can as you said like earlier in the show like you just need a break sometimes isn't it like it's just kind of yeah kind of things but um have you listened been listening to any um new music uh, pop star dj khaled <laughs> <laughs> not really man. i don't know I've, not not like really like hmm. I've, I've definitely been, it's more the old stuff I think I've been going for. Yeah. Um, obviously, Nas dropped his new album. Oh, is it? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good, actually. Um, it's way better than the Nasir one. The one with Kanye. That. Way better. Way better. So, I'd, If you want to listen to new music that still kind of feels oldie, that's definitely one. Um, uh, I would say listen to Burner Boy's album if you haven't heard it, but it's a bit it's a bit it's, it's, certain songs don't need to be on there it's not really I as good I as can't even think of the, I'm trying to think of the newest album I've actually listened to like I feel mm. like probably the, the fucking the Drake one that was probably the last new album yeah. I listened to yeah, at yeah, the beginning yeah. of the lockdown when I was desperate for some music mm. so yeah mm. mm. um, Big Sean recently put out a project um, Detroit 2 um, obviously he's got his song with Nipsey that, um, that came out, uh, that's got, that's probably one of my favorite songs on there, but the album in general is, it's enjoyable. Um, so that's something to check out as well. Uh, who else? New music, man. There's a guy called, I found today actually called Max, what's it, what's it? is it Maxi, Maxi Mills? I think that's his name. That's his name. 
Maxi Mills, yeah. Maxi Mills. And it's a song called uh, Burning Ears. That's, that's very interesting as well. That's a very good one. Um, that's, that's something to check out. It's like R&B rap, rap, R&B, like, you know, boom bap, that type of thing. Um, if you're into that stuff, then, you know, that's something to check out. And that, that's really good, actually, as well. Um, who else? What else? What else have I been listening to? Uh, yeah, Ling Hustle is another one I've been listening to. Uh, she's an R&B artist. Um, so, yeah, I haven't been really... I'm kind of mixing old and new. I've literally just been going back and forth with new and old music, man. Like, it's, it's weird to say, but... Yeah, because usually it'd be like, I won't listen to much old music and it'd just be new music that comes out every damn week just to kind of keep myself updated. And then it's like, lockdown happened. You listen to more old music. It's like, you go all the way to like the 70s, the 80s and, and kind of educate yourself as well. So like, I remember listening to like Marvin Gaye, like for a full day. Yeah. Like he's a fucking Marvin, mate. Yeah, man. I had, a, I had a Marvin sesh back in not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Marvin's Marvin Gay, and then you listen to like, and then put because obviously when spot if you are you on Spotify or are you on um yeah so when you're on Spotify as soon as you finish the album it just continues playing other people's music. Yeah. I think I'll just let that run and just you know what I'm saying. Um, obviously they've got the verses as well today. Um, Dolly Part is it Dolly Parton? I could be wrong. Do you know about verses? No, no, the, no. it's a um, Timberland and um, Swiss Beats. They made a platform. Um, it's basically two artists um, against each other. 20, 20 songs for twenty songs, like their catalog, and see who who wins. Basically, in a public audience thing. Um, the first, yeah. the next one is tonight. It's Gladys Knight versus Patti Labelle. Right, I'm going to check this out, man. I'm, yeah. I'm out of blue. I need to check this out. Yeah, it's on... They, they, they do it on um, Instagram Live. Okay. Yeah, so you can literally just go on Instagram Live, type verses, and then um, it'll come up there and you can just watch the thing. You know what I'm saying? Because they've been doing it since lockdown. So they've had, like, quite a few people. Um, they had... They had Jill Scott versus Erica Badu... They had, I heard um, about that one. Yeah, I heard about that. That's yeah. um, Obviously, if, if you're into like Bashman Reggae, Bounty Killer versus um, Beanie Man, that was the most iconic one uh, to a lot of people. And then you have um, one of the recent ones was um, Rick Ross versus 2 Chains. Okay. Yeah, that was a good, interesting one as well. Um, and then obviously, also, most recent is Brandy versus Monica. So. That was a very interesting, interesting it's one. Bare, yeah, mashups happening. Yeah, I literally, I literally like. I think after that clash, I listened to loads, basically a whole day of Brandy and Monica, just listening to their catalog, and I'm just thinking like, wow, wow, like imagine like, Monica's been in the industry since she was what, like twelve, thirteen. No brandy idea. brandy around the same time like because brandy's worked with loads of people and she's been co-signed by you know the the great uh whitney houston so 
that's that's crazy i love so that was uh listening to old catalog as well so yeah patty labelle versus uh gladys knight tonight so that's gonna be interesting uh might as well get might as well get your little little incense the little <laughs> candles around candles around you know what i'm saying get the incense burning man yeah, yeah bro yeah, I got bro. fucking my brother's shouting at me. The food's ready, mate. He's made. He's cooked me dinner. I'm fucking excited. Yeah. What's he cook? What's he cook? I don't know. I think some pasta dish or something. It's free. <laughs> oh Lake, man. He doesn't usually do it. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't usually cook. Nah, man. <laughs> he's just trying to. So I'm lucky. I'm lucky today. Yeah, you're lucky today. But yeah, man. Now, just to end it off, man. Just let you get your food. But now, appreciate you actually doing this because this is the last minute. Like I yeah. said that, Ebo, yeah. That's, that's my style, bruv. Last <laughs> minute. That's, that suits me, man. That's all good with me. Yeah, because I literally saw the email like last night because I didn't, I don't really check my emails. I check my emails on a random basis. You know when you just look at, you look at your phone? Yeah. Sometimes you'd be like, oh, let me check my email, see, see if there's anything in there. Yeah. That's me. That is me. Um, yeah. But yeah, appreciate you coming on, bro. Like, I really Thanks do. Me, man. I appreciate you asking me, bro, 100%. Yeah, because... Yeah, I don't really reach out much to new people, which is kind of like something I'm working on. Kind of, because I'm like inside a bubble. I don't mm-hmm. leave my house. It's kind of crazy like that uh, most of the time. But, um, but yeah, I really do appreciate it, man. Really do appreciate it. But uh, yeah, bring out the socials, man, for everybody to check out anything. Um, sure, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Uh, what, what is it? Fucking, uh, forgotten already. No, so at... At Elias X Williams is my is like Twitter, Instagram, mm. and then yeah, Mandemhood is Mandemhood, all one word. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, man. Is there anything to come up? Pro, any obviously the uh, other than the film, the short film that's uh, that's um, coming out. But is there an, an, anything like to look out for from the company? Yeah, I'd say so. Basically, early early days, but we're in the works of of trying to trying to establish what I was mentioning earlier—a way to support um, a young artist, basically. Because I feel like that's that's the position we want we want to feel be able to like support a new artist. So mm-hmm. we, it's still early development, though, isn't it? So I can't I can't spill too many beans. Of course, of course, of course. But that's good. That's a good thing to see, though. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, so yeah. If if you're into into things in terms of like obviously people can get in touch with you as well to get um to be on ghostwriter just to have a conversation about something that's an open topic so anyway yeah, sure. and if you need a person and it's bro. when i come back you're you're on the list bro man's, man's there man's there but yeah man um itunes soundcloud spotify um google play uh what else I, i'm not on title as I, as far as I know, um, um, YouTube for the visuals, Kithinkin podcast, um, obviously rundowns next week. Um, what else is there? Uh, obviously Guap Magazine, we're still on there. So if anyone can, everyone uses their platform, just check it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what else is there? Wash your hands, wear a mask, stay safe, and... Let's pray that COVID goes away soon, man. Run it, on. Need to get these words above my chest. Keep my name up by your mouth. That's not what I'm about. We didn't play when.